Welcome to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we discover our personal definition of wealth through conversations with talented and successful women who are living their version of a wealthy and meaningful life. Teresa Leftenant is owner of Reinventing Her Money, a boutique financial planning and wealth management company located on Seattle's east side. Teresa is a licensed financial advisor and certified financial planner professional. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA, SIPC. CFP and Certified Financial Planner, the Certified Financial Board of Standards Incorporated, owns these certification marks in the U.S., which it awards to individuals who successfully complete CFP Board's initial and ongoing certification requirements. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for an individual. We suggest that you discuss your specific situation with a qualified professional. Our guests are not affiliated with or endorsed by LPL Financial, Teresa Leftenant, or Reinventing Her Money. Hello there. Welcome to episode 25 of A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we support women to create a meaningful and abundant life on her terms. And as a certified financial planner, wealth advisor, author, and speaker with over 30 years experience, professional women and their partners hire me to gain the right knowledge and confidence to overcome financial challenges faced by women as they pursue a wealthy life. And what is a definition of a wealthy life? Well, I believe that true wealth is found when we are pursuing our passions, exploring who we are, expressing our inner talents, and living our personal dreams. And being committed to financial fitness is also a big part of living a wealthy life. Now, my expert guests and I, we explore the seven elements of living a wealthy life, which include our finances, physical health and wellness, professional and career, mental and emotional wellness, recreation and fun, relationships, and contribution and legacy. And you'll be hearing a bit about my own philosophy on the inner power qualities that women can develop to expand their lives, as well as ideas on how to improve long-term financial health. So this episode today is part of our health and fitness series. Now, as I was preparing for today's show, I was reminded how confusing it can be for people to understand which professional is right for their concerns and needs. For instance, if you have a concerning health problem, who do you make an appointment with? Do you visit your general practitioner first or go straight to a specialist? or do you consider a naturopath? If your problem centers in the gut, which we're going to discuss today, do you visit a nutritionist, a naturopath, a chiropractor, an internal medicine doctor, or a gastroenterologist? It can be really confusing, right? Well, before I introduce our guest today, I thought it might be helpful for me to sort of provide some helpful tips on how to hire a professional. Now, I'm going to use hiring a financial professional as an example, but you'll notice that these tips can be used whenever you're considering hiring any new professional. Now, no matter where you are with your level of financial experience or sophistication, you can benefit from developing a long-term relationship with a financial advisor. Why? Because a qualified financial advisor is trained to analyze your personal situation and prepare a program designed to help you address your most important financial goals and needs. Now, I began studying financial planning way back in the 1990s, and I can confirm that there has been a flurry of changes in the financial services industry. Now, this is an important value that any professional can bring to the table. How long have they been in their business? And how have they navigated change and kept up their skills? Most professionals have continuing education requirements that they must complete to keep their licenses and their skills ready and active every year. And speaking of licenses, it's important to ask any professional what licenses or degrees they have. Now, I earned my CFP, or Certified Financial Planner, designation 
1990, and I've had to maintain it every year through education requirements. I also maintain a securities and license, insurance license, that I also have to maintain every year. So just think about how many market changes and securities law changes I have, I've had to learn about and how that expertise that I implement into my conversations with my clients, how that can benefit them in my practice. Okay, so what is a financial advisor exactly? So it might be helpful to think of your financial advisor as kind of a doctor for your financial health. Now, I love using the reference of financial fitness because we can all relate to the need to improve our financial, our physical fitness, and there's exercises that we all need to do to improve our financial fitness. Financial advisors are sometimes called other names, like financial planners, financial consultants, financial advisors, and they can earn designations by completing accredited courses of study. So two of the most common are the Certified Financial Planner Certification, which is awarded by the Certified Financial Planner Board of Standards, and the Chartered Financial Consultant designation, which is awarded by the American College of Financial Services. Now, financial advisors can also be trained in other expertise. Uh, expert areas such as they can be accountants, lawyers, insurance agents, or stockbrokers. And all of these professions have a relationship to different aspects of your financial health. Now, a financial advisor frequently will specialize in a specific type of financial planning, such as retirement planning, or wealth management, or estate and trust planning. What I always uh, like to explain to people is the various different ways of how financial advisors, regardless of their expertise or what they're called, how are they compensated? Because this seems to be one of the most important areas of concern for people. So I'm gonna just broadly describe it to you. And I really encourage you to ask really deep questions when you're interviewing any professional, but especially a financial advisor. So a financial advisor can be compensated by charging a fee for their time and service, but they don't sell any real products. And those are referred to as, quote, fee-only advisors. Now, other advisors give free advice, but they charge a commission on transactions involving the purchase of investment products, such as mutual funds or stocks and bonds or insurance products. And they can be referred to as stockbrokers or investment representatives. Some advisors charge both, a fee based on their advice on investments, and they can charge commissions on certain other investment purchases. And you should know that securities laws require transparency, transparency, and all advisors are required to thoroughly explain how they're compensated to every single prospect and client. Now, a more recent compensation trend is charging monthly subscription fees based on a client's annual income and scope of service provided. So although all of these methods of compensation for adv financial advisors are popular, some clients prefer to simply pay a financial advisor for services as needed in much the same way you would pay other professionals like attorneys and doctors. Now, my many years of experience has shown that there is not one size that fits all people when it comes to fees. And so I've learned how to provide a complete explanation of all the fees and charges during the beginning of our relationship. It completely depends on what a client needs and wants. And some like to pay an assets under management annual fee for investment advice, and other clients choose to pay a commission on the purchase of an investment or insurance product that might be appropriate for their goals. So I wanna get on to our guest in a moment, but I first want to tell you the most important thing about creating a relationship with a new professional. You wanna ask really good questions, like these four questions. Number one, what is your education background? What did you do before becoming a financial advisor? 
Do you offer specific or general advice? Will you help to implement your advice? At what point do you bring in other professionals to help? And how do you keep in touch with your clients? When you hire a professional, you're taking charge of your life. To work successfully with any professional, it's important to build a solid relationship based on trust and mutual respect. And most important, there needs to be a commitment to being involved. So let's get started with interviewing a really great professional now. I want to introduce our guest, Christina Stepke. She's a registered dietitian, nutritionist, trained in integrative and functional medicine therapy. Christina has a Bachelor of Science degree in clinical nutrition from the University of California, Davis, and completed her dietetic internship focused on natural medicine and whole foods nutrition through our local Bastyr University. Now, she was drawn to functional medicine and nutrition when searching for answers to solve her own gut issues, chronic fatigue, and hormonal imbalance. With the help of functional medicine doctors, coupled with additional years of functional nutrition training, she was able to get on a path of healing by identifying and treating the root causes of these health concerns. And so now, Christina's passion is helping her clients understand their root causes for health concerns so that they can get back to living their lives and feel empowered to make healthy changes for good. I'm so happy to have you on the show today, Christina. Welcome. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Teresa. I really appreciate it. And thanks so much for the work you do. Um, I just learned a lot about how to seek out a professional. I think it's important for people to know that. So thanks. There's so many things that we aren't um, educated about. We don't know what we don't know sometimes. So that's what this show is dedicated to, educating women. Now, uh, as you and I were preparing for our interview, I was saying that for years, I've been talking to all sorts of women in my life about these mysterious symptoms that seem to rob them of their quality of life. And I think we could all use a little hope that it is possible to get to the root cause of some of these symptoms that we deal with so that we can experience more energy and better health. So let's start out by having you share about your own personal journey to opening your integrated and functional nutrition practice. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I do. So I have a virtual nutrition counseling practice that's based in Seattle. However, I do have the flexibility uh, to see clients throughout the U.S. So I currently see clients in Washington, California, and Georgia. And um, so my focus is in integrative and functional nutrition. I'm sure a lot of you are wondering what the heck that is. <laughs> so typically you think of a dietitian and you think, you know, food, calories, exercise. Uh, so integrative and functional does a bit more than that. So my job essentially is to get your health to the, ba the best place possible. And in order to do that, we have to look at a lot of other things outside of just food and exercise. So for example, we look at things like gut health, sleep, stress, toxin exposure, environmental factors, and even genetic factors. So what I've learned over the years is that uh, this is really a helpful way to get results and to also feel empowered and understand what's contributing to these symptoms that aren't going away and are keeping you from really feeling your best. Uh, I especially love to help women with digestive issues because we know the gut is so crucially important for our whole bodies. And I just love doing what I do because I don't feel that anyone should be limited in their potential by a health issue. Um, and functional medicine nutrition is just, again, empowering because it gives us answers and it also allows people to feel completely supported. Oh, I just love that because, you know, if our body isn't functioning, you know, at its best, at its peak, then, you know, that's going to interfere with how we do our job, um, in our relationships, and as we've said, our quality of life. So I know that nutrition counseling has come such a long way. You know, uh, most people realize I'm a, a little bit uh, north of 50, and so I've had a lot of experience with this over my lifetime, and it's a whole new world now about how much we know about how the body interacts with the mind and so 
on. So I'm really excited to get into all of this with you. But first, we have to take a quick break. And so when we come back, I'm going to be asking Christina to help us with some of to understand how she gets to the root cause of some of these kind of mysterious things that we feel in our body as women. So stay with us. We'll be right back to A Wealthy Life for Her. gas, bloating, or feel tired all the time? Do your symptoms keep you from feeling present with your loved ones, but you're confused about what to do next? Christina Stapke, a registered dietitian, nutritionalist, and published author, can help you address the underlying causes of your symptoms using a compassionate, holistic approach through her seven-step gut restoration protocol. Christina has extensive training in integrative and functional nutrition, and after healing herself from her own health problems, she became passionate about helping other women to be their own health advocate so they can get back to feeling their best. Set up a free discovery call at ChristinaStapkeyRDN.com. Teresa Lieutenant encourages women to talk openly about money by providing virtual and live talking circles where members come together in a spirit of trust, respect, and mutual support. Reinventing Her Money also provides financial education, workshops, webinars, speaking events, and transformational experiences to companies and organizations. If your group would like Teresa Lieutenant to speak or facilitate a financial topic for your women's group, learn more at reinventinghermoney.com. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Alternative Talk 1150. All right. Welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Lieutenant and my guest, functional nutrition counselor, Christina Stapke. And what we are just getting into the conversation. And so I want you to help us understand what inspired you to pursue this kind of work and how you started your practice. Uh, everything. Tell us all the good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So it really started in college for me and a close family member of mine was actually admitted to a rehab facility for alcoholism. So it was a really tough time and, you know, family was going through a lot. But I remember going down to visit them and meeting the staff nutritionist. And I sat down with him for a little bit because I was really intrigued as to what he was doing. And he was telling me that he was developing these anti-inflammatory meal plans for his residents. And I thought, wait a minute, okay, that's great, but do they have arthritis? Like, why are you doing an anti-inflammatory meal plan? And he said, you know, you should really look into functional medicine and nutrition. It's looking at the underlying causes of a lot of common issues rather than just using a Band-Aid approach. We've been learning that there's a strong connection between inflammation and things like substance use disorders and, and uh, brain health issues in particular. So at that moment, it kind of clicked for me. I thought, wow, there seems to be a lot more answers to really common health problems than what I've been told. And at the time I was dealing with a lot of health issues, you know, things like fatigue, like you said earlier in my intro, you know, hormonal imbalance, digestive issues that I didn't know were that severe at the time because I didn't ever really talk about it with my doctor. (laughs) And so Later on, I you know, pursued a degree in nutrition, and I remember sitting in class at UC Davis and learning about the gut and realizing that I really never had, quote, normal digest- digestion in my entire life. Wow. And so I thought, wow, things are really not optimal with me, and you know, I could really probably solve these problems. And so I ended up finding some functional medicine doctors uh, that really helped me understand what was going on the, you know, biochemical and physiological level. So I could really just understand and and help more people with it in the future. So later on, I moved to Seattle, I became a dietitian, and I started out in a hospital. And there I kind of felt like it was more so doing damage control rather than really getting people healthy, you know, just kind of helping them do their best in that current state that they were in. 
I later joined a, a clinic and started working there. Then I felt like I could really support people a little bit better, but it still kind of felt like a numbers game to me. And I wasn't able to spend all the time that I really wanted to do with people to get them the results that, that they needed. And so later I opened up my practice and was able to spend the full time that I needed. So an hour and a half initial hour follow-ups uh, to really give them my best and get them to a really good place in their health. Well, I think that's one of the crucial values that you have is that you spend time with people really digging deep and understanding what they're experiencing. So you've had this um, journey uh, through your education and started your own practice. And I know that you were recently published in a scientific journal, and that was an article about lung health. Now, I wanted to touch on this because here we are, you know, in a pandemic, COVID-19, it's kind of important to understand about lung health. So give us a couple of ideas about that um, publication. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, really convenient timing that it happened to be on the respiratory system and it was just published last year. <laughs> Couldn't have asked for better timing there um, because yeah. it also has really valuable information that we can all take away. Um, yeah, it was one of those things that felt like it was a never ending project. Anyone who's written a book or contributed to a book knows that it's stressful, but it, I'm so grateful I had the opportunity to contribute. So, but it is a textbook chapter in an integrative and functional nutrition textbook. So this book is supposed to be used uh, for college classes moving forward. Um, you know, integrative and functional nutrition is growing bigger every day. And so they're going to start offering uh, more classes and majors in this, um, hopefully, you know, in, in certain colleges. And so, yeah, essentially it was also published in Nature and their public health emergency collection as part of the COVID initiative, which is super exciting as well. Um, and, you know, it really just dives into factors of lung health that I know I wasn't trained in my conventional training and a lot of people weren't. So, for example, things like um, specific nutrients that are connected to lung health at a very granular level. So mm -hmm. on a kind of reaction based level, uh, when we get into the biochemistry of things. Also, I was responsible for writing most of the asthma section, and I learned that there were five different types of asthma, which most people, if you go into the doctor and you have asthma, they don't have the time to sit down and figure out what the heck is causing it, right? They just give you an inhaler typically, or, you know, do some kind of treatment plan uh, along the medication route. Um, and so, so yeah, if anyone listening to this is interested in kind of getting a tip sheet on eight facts and tips for healthy lungs, you can go onto my website at christinastapkerdn.com. My last name is spelled S-T-A-P-K-E. And you can get a free copy of this tip sheet. It's really easy and, and kind of condenses a lot of the practical tips into a two-sided, pretty colorful uh, tip sheet. Wow, I hope everybody goes out and gets that. I know I'm going to because, you know, understanding what the relationship is between uh, what we eat and our lung health can really be powerful and helpful. So give us some other uh, top concerns that women tell you about when they come to visit you in your practice. Yeah, so the number one thing is probably gut issues, things like gas, bloating, irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis. Uh, and most come in and they've been put on a medication or they've been told to go on a restrictive diet long-term without really investigating the root causes. And a lot are just discouraged because they feel controlled by their symptoms or they can't feel present with their loved ones. So what we do is we really dig deep to understand what the different factors are and that are contributing to their current symptoms and yeah get them on a path to feeling better and we can also do some functional tests and things like that which i'll go into later another okay. really really common problem is uh, that women come in with especially is eating a quote perfect healthy diet and not losing any weight <laughs> so common for me to see so first of all i always love to prioritize self-acceptance right now, self-love, self-care, self-care. Ladies, we are so much more than numbers on the scale. So I encourage us looking at different health markers. So shifting the focus away from just weight and looking on at things like energy levels, 
how we're moving in our bodies, how clothes are fitting, things like that. And often weight loss ends up being a nice side effect, you know, <laughs> sometimes welcome side effect, but at least it's no longer the focus. So maybe we can celebrate things like being able to do that hike or being able to play with your kids without pain. All those things are so incredibly important. So, um, and with that said too, you know, things like rapid weight gain or loss, those are also signs that your body may be out of balance. So I don't just say, let's not worry about weight at all. Let's look into factors that might be contrib contributing things like inflammation, toxins, hormones, your gut, stress, sleep. Um, I'm going to sound like a broken record by the end of this show. <laughs> so yeah, those are the things that we look at and consider. Well, again, it's just so wonderful that there's so much more understanding about how symptoms are actually can be pointing to certain uh, things that are happening inside the body. And, you know, one of the common complaints of both men and women that I've been reading about, unfortunately, is low libido. Is that something you also treat in your practice? Yeah. So because I'm a dietitian, I support the rebalancing, you know, doctors treat things, but I see this all the time. Well, all the time, all the time in the research, it's rare that people actually are ready to talk about it with me. So I'm always happy when they are up for talking about it because it is a sign again, that things are out of, out of whack. So probably the number one thing that I see that is so common is chronic stress that can contribute to low libido. So let's go back to caveman days. We're being chased by a tiger. You know, we're trying to run away fast. All of our resources are going to go to our heart, our lungs, so we can get away. Our bodies are not going to be focused on reproducing and having sex, right? When we're running from a tiger. So if you are chronically stressed, unfortunately, we have not evolved enough yet <laughs> to the point where our, our bodies are able to distinguish getting yelled at by our boss, having a, a fight with our spouse. Uh, our bodies are still perceiving that as a major stress. And so addressing that is huge to support your sex drive. Um, another really common thing is high blood sugar. So I had a client come in the other day. He came in with prediabetes. And at the very end of the appointment, I think it was kind of when he got comfortable and trusted me, he asked, you know, do you know anything that I can do for low testosterone? All my buddies at work are telling me to start testosterone and find a doctor that will do that. Um, but I just, I felt like there might be something else. And I said, yeah, let's, let's work on what we've been talking about to help your blood sugar and that can increase your testosterone. So something to definitely get checked for if anyone's concerned about that. And the funny thing was about this particular client is at work, donuts and candies, candy everywhere. <laughs> so everyone was just, you know, eating sugar all day long, not helping their testosterone at all. Um, so the third thing I see is low thyroid function. So this is especially more common in women. Um, so our thyroid health is directly connected to our reproductive system. So ladies, especially if you're dealing with things like fatigue, brain fog, constipation, hair falling out, weight gain, all those signs are kind of the classic thyroid symptoms, but also low libido can be as well. So just to sum up, chronic stress, high blood sugar, and low thyroid function. So what I, I wrote down a little note. So how do you get people to acknowledge that they may be under chronic stress? Because, you know, it's like the, the old adage about um, the frog inside the boiling pot of water. It doesn't mm -hmm. really know it's being boiled because it's slow so gradual and I think that's what's happening in our culture you know because the pace of change is happening so quickly and of course this year we have so many pressures and concerns on our minds and I feel like chronic stress can really be an indicator or it can be a cause maybe of a lot of these um, health issues so how would you comment on that idea? How do we face that we are under chronic stress and make choices to back off? Yeah, absolutely. I think sometimes sometimes people do need a reality, reality check um, and to, to go over what they do for fun, for example. If the answer is work, I ask, what else? <laughs> because we do need a break from work. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes it kind of just have to tease it out of them and, and understand that and kind of talk about balance and, and how we can separate work from 
life and fun. So yeah, sometimes it can, it can take a little bit of time to really realize that you are under chronic stress. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it also means that you need to get some counseling. Um, you know, I have a lot of mental health uh, practitioners on the show to help women, uh, you know, really get encouraged and um, knowledgeable about how uh, all sorts of uh, coaches and counselors can help them improve their lives. So I want to ask one more question before we go to break. So what would you say the biggest mistakes that women make when they're trying to get the bot get to the bottom of a health issue? Yeah. So I think probably the number one thing, I mean, cause a lot of, a lot of women are told they cannot get this solved or there aren't any answers. Maybe it's just the medication. I think my number one piece of advice is find a practitioner that will do digging to figure out why, because there are practitioners out there trained in integrative and functional medicine and nutrition that can help kind of dig into that stuff. Um, for example, I can think of one client, she came in to me and she was told by her GI doctor that she probably wouldn't be able to eat a lot of certain fruits and vegetables for most of her life. And so after doing some digging with her, we actually found out that the reason why she wasn't tolerating those foods was an imbalance in her gut. And so, you know, we, we addressed that with the help of her doctor. We made some diet changes, really focused on reducing her stress because that was a huge contributor as well. And then eventually she could tolerate those foods. So number one thing is basically don't take no for an answer. We can always improve and we can always do some digging into why. Um, second, uh, being on a restrictive diet long-term as if we're talking about, uh, you know, a gut issue in particular, um, this can, you know, have a lot of reper repercussions like nutrient deficiency. It can mess with your gut bacteria balance. So when we're thinking about our gut bacteria, we can compare it to the soil for, uh, if our body was compared to a tree, for example. So we need to have healthy soil to have a healthy tree or healthy body. So we got to make sure we're not going on a really restrictive diet and then also make sure to, to find a practitioner that will seek answers for you. And also, it sounds like you do uh, work, your work can be integrated with the uh, doctor or the naturopath or whatever, so that you can have the team approach on your particular Absolutely. health issue. And I, I really, I really appreciate that. And I seek that. I would love to have more practitioners on board because someone is going to see something a little bit different and see a person a little bit differently and maybe, you know, get some information that another couldn't. So I think it's so, so important to have that team of individuals um, when you're kind of dealing with a pretty complex or just a chronic health issue that you haven't gotten the answers to. And what we're talking about is really taking charge and being proactive of your, uh, you know, for your own health, which, you know, I know a lot of younger women are just naturally more proactive and a lot of older women have to be coaxed and helped along to um, take that, uh, take charge. So we're going to take another break right now. And when we come back, I'm going to be asking Christina how we can become more proactive and really get better educated about our health. So stay with us. We'll be right back. gas, bloating, or feel tired all the time? Do your symptoms keep you from feeling present with your loved ones, but you're confused about what to do next? Christina Stapke, a registered dietitian, nutritionalist, and published author can help you address the underlying causes of your symptoms using a compassionate, holistic approach through her seven-step gut restoration protocol. Christina has extensive training in integrative and functional nutrition, and after healing herself from her own health problems, she became passionate about helping other women to be their own health advocate so they can get back to feeling their best. Set up a free discovery call at ChristinaStapkeyRDN.com. I'm Teresa Leftenant. Navigating a path to increase your income is a critical part of a woman's pursuit of a wealthy life. 
Having a personalized financial plan gives a woman confidence that she knows where she's going and how to get there. We've all heard the saying, life is what happens when you're planning something else. We're here to help you either design your plan or revise your plan. Visit reinventinghermoney.com and click on contact to set up a time to chat. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Lieutenant and my guest, Christina Stepke, who is a functional nutrition advocate. And so, Christina, I really want to dive into how you recommend women get more education about their health so that they can be a, an advocate for their own, you know, strength and just ability to, to really have that wealthy life that they want. Yeah, so I think, you know, the first step, if they're seeking education and resources, um, yeah, it, you've, you've gotten to the point where you've made your health a priority. So I just want to celebrate that because, right. you, like you said before, women do have the tendency to not put themselves first. I see it so often where, you know, I'll get them way down the road when they haven't been, you know, prioritizing their health for years and years. Now they're at a point where they're really sick. So prioritizing your health. Now, of course, I'm a little biased because I'm a dietitian and, you know, I know I, I can help people, but I would highly recommend finding a practitioner that is trained in integrative and functional medicine and nutrition so they can help educate you on what is going on in your body that they've been able to deduce. So the reason why I recommend going to a practitioner first is because the internet is, in, is crazy overwhelming. So, you know, Dr. Google is can can be very wrong. <laughs> and so and, and he doesn't About know the financial planning too, Christy. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. So so it is really important to get sound advice from a professional. And then at that point, if you do want more resources, ask them what a good source would be or if they can provide you with resources that are specific to your health. For example, I have a client that absolutely loves getting literature, like resource research articles on some, some things that I'm recommending. And I think that's amazing because, you know, the more you know, it, sometimes the, the more you're, you're uh, more willing to stick with certain changes and things that we talk about. So Right. I think that's definitely true for me. The more I understand something and the more I've seen it sourced, you know, to scientific um, articles and so on, then the more committed I am to it. And of course, that's what it requires. Now, I'm, we're going to turn the conversation over to gut issues and um, irritable bowel syndrome, IBS. Now, I've had this um, for most, well, probably the last 10 years or so. And so I've been on this journey of figuring out what is, uh, you know, the real bottom line for me. And of course, I've done a lot of therapies. I, I take a probiotic, I eat a certain diet, I take antispasm medicines, and yet I'm still, you know, not quite uh, to the place that I really would like to be. I'm very healthy, but I know there's more that I could figure out. So you told me that you have this seven step protocol that you go through with uh, women who have gut issues, well, clients. So help us understand it. Yeah, absolutely. So if anyone wants to get a visual of this, which I really appreciate pictures, uh, you can go to my website, christinastapierdn.com to kind of see that visual of my seven step protocol. So I find that this is a good way of kind of taking a comprehensive look at all the different factors that can be contributing to your symptoms and also kind of get us on a path of gut healing and of course, restoration. So for you, Teresa, so I would first uh, so the first step is the deep dive into your history. So it's a 90 minute session. Um, you have, you know, the time and space to kind of share your story with me. When did this all begin? Um, I look at some things that were going on, you know, around maybe a few years before this, your stomach issue began specifically. Um, and we actually go back from, to, uh, since birth. So we go through basically trauma, traumatizing events, um, or just big things that happened, you know, instances of antibiotic usage, 
Um, so I, again, I get a really good idea of what could be contributing now so we can come up with a good plan of action. So step two is then foundations. So we're just focusing on nutrition, exercise, sleep, stress, uh, potential toxins you may be exposed to, uh, genetic factors, and we get really, really good at all of these things. Mm -hmm. And then at this point, if symptoms are still there and they have not improved, then I go to step three, which is identifying pathogens or bad gut bugs, essentially what they are. So these can really be behind a lot of common GI symptoms or, or digestive symptoms. But you have to know what test to use because not every every test is accurate. Um, so we go on to, to see that information. Then step four is to identify your food triggers. So that you know, this I could potentially do before the other steps. Again, I tailor this protocol to everyone. I don't do the exact exact same thing for everyone. I, I need to tailor it. So, um, so identifying food triggers, we can either do food sensitivity testing, or we could do something like an elimination diet, whatever I feel is appropriate. And then step five, if we did reduce or, or restrict any of uh, the certain foods in the food trigger section. We reintroduce those, see how you tolerate those. Um, and again, I tailor this. This may be later on in the process. Uh, step, step six is the three R's out of the five R's of gut healing. So it's re-inoculate, replace, and repair. So essentially, we're adding things like probiotics, uh, things for digestive support, like enzymes, uh, things to support fat and protein digestion, also key nutrients that can help repair the gut lining as well. And then step seven is the maintenance phase. You know, if you're still experiencing symptoms, then we come up with a game plan for what to do next. Um, and if your symptoms are gone, then we come up with a plan for how to maintain uh, feeling good in the long term. Well, that's an excellent step-by-step -step process. And I, like you said, you personalize it based on each individual, which, you know, uh, like for someone like me, and I'm sure there's many other women like me, we've done some of this and, uh, you know, we may have to focus in on one step more than the other. But uh, I know that f there's a lot of women out there who are really suffering with gut issues and um, it's it, it can be taken care of with the right protocol. So, so is it possible to really recover from, from IBS or is this just something that you have to basically learn how to manage the rest of your life? Yeah, I'm, I'm fully confident that most cases you can find more answers than what you've been given. Um, you know, it would be very, very rare for me to see and confusing to find, to, to not even find one little piece of information that was contributing because it's, it's not so often that, you know, if you go into a conventional doctor's office, they don't have a whole lot of time to ask you about your full history you know, your nutrient status, your vitamins and minerals, your stress, your sleep, it's just simply not done, unfortunately. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think there typically are, are always answers. And of course there's exceptions, but I would always encourage anyone that's experiencing those symptoms to just pursue getting uh, help to kind of dig into things. Now we've talked about several uh, issues and symptoms that you deal with, but one that we haven't that is also one of my um, wouldn't say that it's it's something that plagues me, but it certainly comes up from time to time, and that is my sleeping. And I hear this also from a lot of women that, and especially older women who are postmenopausal, and you know the sleeping can really wreak havoc on your life. So how do you help women sleep better? Yeah. So so number one thing is that of course you look at nutrition. Um, sometimes food sensitivities can contribute to insomnia. Also, um, making sure their nutrient levels, so their vitamins and minerals are in a really good supply because uh -huh. deficiencies in some of those can cause insomnia and contribute to insomnia. Um, also, I mean, yeah, like you said, hormones can play a really big role. Um, and that's also connected to the gut. So if your gut health is a little bit off, then I see this often in practice, then you can also have insomnia. So it's really all connected. So those are, those are a few things. And then of course, you know, good sleep, hygiene, 
we talk about that. So avoiding blue light, avoiding devices before bed, um, you know, doing calming things like meditation, stuff like that. Um, just this kind of basic prep to, to prep you to go to bed. And we had a great meditation teacher on last week who has a community of uh, meditation teachers that uh, you can take virtually. So really meditation is such a, a, a it's, it's such an urgently necessary thing for women to add to their already wealthy life. Now, before you go, I want to have you give us some tips on how we, we should be thinking about supporting our immune systems right now. Yeah. So number one, because especially we're all going through a crazy stressful time right now is to prioritize fun Uh and maybe some laughter. So let's add in, you know, something that's going to make you laugh, call a friend, whatever, watch a little video. I mean, you know, not a whole lot of watching TV and stuff, but do something that makes you laugh, do something fun. Uh, Both of those things, laughter in particular, can support your immune system. So those are crazy important and they're also a good way of managing stress. Uh, to move in a way that feels good in your body. Um, if you have an injury, you know, do upper body exercise or if it's an upper body injury, do lower body exercise, just do something to move your body. It's so, so important to support your immune system. Three, seek out whole foods most of the time uh, and allowing for balance for, and, and some treats here and there. So I typically recommend around 80% of the time doing whole proce- unprocessed foods So essentially, if you can imagine them in nature, uh, they're a whole food. And 20% of the time, uh, you know, indulging, allowing yourself a treat here and there, um, just just for balance. Uh, Number four is to aim to get at least seven to nine hours of sleep each night. We talked a little bit about sleep hygiene and kind of guaranteeing you're you're getting a good quality night's sleep. You can get be getting nine hours, but be tossing and turning, and it's not going to do you any good. So making sure you know avoiding devices before bed, and and really kind of setting your your body up for sleep. And number five would be to connect with friends and family throughout the week, and really make sure you you develop and build your support system. If you don't have friends and family around. Uh, getting practitioners, you know, counselors, dietitians, whoever, um, you need to kind of build your support system. I love those tips so much, and I wrote them down, and I think I'm pretty good on all of them because I eat whole foods plus chocolate. <laughs> good. Um, I get seven to nine hours of sleep most nights. Um, my connections, you know, in this period, I think we need to make a little bit more effort mm-hmm. to connect with our friends and family. Um, I know I, I have that goal all the time. I want to do, you know, it's that combination. We want to connect, but how many Zoom calls can we actually right, right. <laughs> have in any one day? You and I work on Zoom. So mm-hmm. having uh, Zoom calls uh, with our family and friends, sometimes we just don't want to. And then, of yeah. course, number one, one is that move and laugh or fun and laughter uh watching comedians and and comedy shows if we if we want to wind down with tv and just uh you know being funny uh with our friends and family so i love that so much okay now remind everyone how they can reach out and work with you because i'm sure many of our listeners are going to want to do that yeah thanks so much so uh the easiest place to find me would be online at chris Christina spelled with a C-H, Stapke spelled S-T-A-P-K-E-R-D-N.com. Yeah, and if you're dealing with a digestive issue or if something that I said today resonated with you, um, I do have a free discovery call. So you can book that on my website and we can kind of see if we're a good fit to work together. Oh, that's awesome. So people can just schedule time with you and you can just learn what's happening for them and with them and give them an idea about how you might be of help. Now, that's that's what I uh, I do, too. I'm thinking about renaming my discovery call to can you trust me call? Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
uh, <laughs> yeah. because really that's what it all that's what a discovery call is about right mm-hmm. is helping our potential clients learn who we are and understand you know what we really passionate about what we got our education for why we spend our time every day working with people and so that's why I wanted to give the listeners some ideas about how to interview a professional and of course I'll be offering more of that in the future so thank you so much for being here with me today Christina I'll be making my discovery session uh, meeting with you uh, later this week so Everyone who's listening next week, our guest will be Melissa Corter. She's a hypnotherapist and a coach. And we're going to be talking about concepts that are really important to me. Number one, helping entrepreneurs shift their whole thoughts and relationship to money, being powerful as a woman, and using intuition for decision making and to pursue their wealthy life. So thank you for listening, everyone, and being part of our Wealthy Life for Her mission. There's so many shows and podcasts to choose from, and when you spend time with us, I'm so grateful. So if you enjoyed yourself, just share the show with your friends and family. Thank you so much, Alexis, Lieutenant Gregory, who composed our theme music, Eric, our producer, the support staff at Financial Advocates, and everyone else at KKNW 1150 AM. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube under Teresa, T-R-E-S-A, Lieutenant, and check out all our resources on reinventinghermoney.com. Remember, ladies, that financial independence is your birthright. With the right education and empowerment and the right financial advice, you can overcome any financial challenge and create that wealthy life on your own terms. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Do you have gas, bloating, or feel tired all the time? Do your symptoms keep you from feeling present with your loved ones, but you're confused about what to do next? Christina Stapke, a registered dietitian, nutritionalist, and published author, can help you address the underlying causes of your symptoms using a compassionate, holistic approach through her seven-step gut restoration protocol. Christina has extensive training in integrative and functional nutrition, and after healing herself from her own health problems, she became passionate about helping other women to be their own health advocate so they can get back to feeling their best. Set up a free discovery call at ChristinaStapkeyRDN.com. Teresa Leftenant believes that women deserve to reinvent their financial lives from avoidance and confusion to clarity and commitment by creating a wealthy money mindset and informed financial planning skill set. Without an understanding of their early money programming, women will continue to create the same unwanted financial circumstances. If you truly want to change your relationship and results with money, you must face what you really think and feel about money and transform it. Ready to change your mind about money? Visit ReinventingHerMoney.com to schedule a chat with Teresa. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Teresa is founder of Reinventing Her Money and author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Available on Amazon. She is a certified financial planner and wealth advisor for professional women who aspire to a wealthy and financially independent life. Learn more at reinventinghermoney.com.